Australia. Welcome to the number one trending podcast, The Shawnee Show. Here's your host, Sean Thompson. Hello and welcome back to The Shawnee Show. It's been a while. It's been a couple of months since the last podcast and the last one was with Troy. Always a pleasure, always a pleasure to have him on. And um, it's been a windy, bloody road. The last couple of months have had its ups and downs. But I posted a an Instagram question. I love Instagram because it's got the questions, ask me questions. You can gather some useful information from um, the questions I get. And I'm, I'm kind of going, after being through the process, I know exactly how it's kind of structured now. Because I thought about it, obviously I've had some time to think about it and and you know kind of come up with the angles and why the producers actually done what they've done, and it's it's all based around storylines. It's all based around storylines. It's like a movie or a a really good movie, a Hollywood movie. You've got to have your basic storyline for it to flow and for people to become a you know. Uh, interested in it and want to continue to watch it you know if it was just uh if it was real reality tv everyone would have you know captured the best moments the funniest bits they said also the indifferent things they said and also the bitchy things they said um people would just get bored by it because everyone's the same you know i you, you might meet the odd person who's really out there but think about when you go out and socialize in a in a social setting if you go out to a uh you know, a social function or a, a sporting event and you interact with people, talk to them. Everyone off the bat is going to be pretty nice. And, you know, as you peel back the layers, I guess you get to uh, uncover their kind of personality. But I haven't really come across too many people who, you know, go out of their way to be vindictive or mean or anything like that. So reality TV is based off storylines and you've got the main characters you got your heroes, you know, let's just focus on the heroes. Obviously, you have to create some conflict in that hero's storyline. And the main characters or the heroes, I was going to put this on The Bachelor because it's airing now. It's I've caught up to it because I'm, I'm just interested to see how they, they edit it. And, you know, you know, it's, it's pretty, uh, it's a classic example and it's pretty badly edited at, at times and the producers are very influential in in terms of um what they want out of their participants i would say so let's go for the heroes like so you're gonna have nick as one of the main characters and you know obviously they're never gonna say anything bad about him but i found interesting more interesting is uh the women and their roles that they play and The Bachelor, I know all you ladies absolutely love it. So let's go over the, the three main... I, th- I think it's going to be mainly two characters that are going to be like right at the end. And it's going to be Brittany. And I think... I'm sorry, I'm going to like spoil it, plot spoilers. But just um, based on my, my um, predictability of producers and what they actually do. It's uh, Brittany is going to be the winner. Brooke is going to be the number two. And Tennille, I think she's going to be in the top four or something like that. For the villains, you've got Kat, Romy, and Alicia, which all got evicted recently. 
Um, so you might have, but right now I think it's about halfway through the season and you're going to start wanting to nix out the villains because otherwise it's going to look a bit silly if they're just, um, you know, keeping them around every week when they've obviously got or betrayed to have these major character flaws. And um, the quirky, weird ones, obviously Vanessa, um, that Brittany, the other Brittany, and the cast, the obsessive one. So, unbeknownst to these people, they've been cast in certain categories. And this is all pre-storyboarded before the show kicks off. And obviously the characters, the, the hero characters are obviously the ones they want to nail down first. They're pre- they pretty much would have, based on the auditions, who they're going to cast as the villains and the quirky weird ones. So, you've got pretty much a storyline set out before production even starts. What I want to talk to you about is, like, I know Nick, you know, he's going to be The Bachelor, so it's not... The the same rules apply as the hero. So, the main character, the hero, will say, well, let's go with Brittany, because she's going to be the hero and the one that's picked at the end, my prediction. Um, they have to have a proper backstory. They have to pretty much show the first... 10% of the first few episodes or the first three, I can't remember, you know, how much, but I would imagine she would have got a fair bit of airtime. And that's so you're able to build rapport with the character. If you're not shown the character and you don't know their quirky ins and outs and how they operate and some of their core values, you're not going to be able to re- relate to them and therefore you won't like them and you won't even care. That's the biggest thing. You won't care about, you know, if they stay or if they go. You won't become fans because you haven't been shown enough. Um, that's a crucial one. That's a big one. So actually being shown and having the airtime is crucial so you can actually build rapport with the character. So this is another big one. This is another big one. Uh, so Tennille I'll use for this example. So the character has to be a victim, you know, caused by some outside force so you can root for them. So you can actually cheer for them. You can root them on. You can, you know, follow them on Instagram and start commenting. Because without, you know, not playing the victim, but some outside force, and it was that, um, I think it was Romy that was just like going on and on. Um, which at this point she would have been, she would have been alerted to that. I think she would have put two and two together that she was in the villain category. Yeah, obviously, Tennille was put in some kind of jeopardy and she was, you know, in that case, she just reacted emotionally. I, I would imagine it's just because of the, in, the amount of stress and just ran away. And you need to have the quirky, weird ones too. So if you have the heroes and the villains just going at it and it's just like cut away, the viewers aren't going to have any, you know, this show is supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be lighthearted with drama in it. So you got to have the quirky, weird ones too kind of even out the balance you have to have some balance in there otherwise it's just two you know two polar opposites at it the whole time so that's that's kind of my roundup of the bachelor and the thing about this um this paradigm with the heroes and the villains and the quirky weird mainly the heroes and the villains is that you do not have any idea beforehand on what kind of category you're going to be um, aligned in or storyboarded as. So the thing about The Bachelor, reality TV, 
you know, these heroes and villains. Um, I think it's equally good um, being cast as a hero or a villain because if you're cast as a hero, obviously that's the best end of the spectrum. All the the opportunities will come your way and I get it when it comes to social media and people aligning themselves with other people, it's all based off status and value. You say, why do I think the villains still have it good? Because they still got... Uh, past, you know, cast as a villain, you still have to have your backstory and it, you still have to have some relatability to the audience. You know, you can't just go into it and go start being negative, negative, negative. Oh yeah, she seems all right at first and then slowly one thing after another, another episode, they start editing in more and more bad shit that she says. And then, you know, by the end of it, you're like, I can't believe this bitch is still on here. What the... F-? But... Uh, <laughs> But at the at the first thing is um, <laughs> these these people have a, a chance of redemption is afterwards when especially this day and age uh, as opposed to probably the first bachelor uh, they can redeem themselves on social media and they can go through a full transformation and that kind of aligns themselves in you can you know recover damages caused by you know the show you can turn into the good guy. Look at Davina. She completely turned it around. That's because she's very crafty and and she knows what she's doing on social media. She makes she makes sure she gets out the right image all the time. Um, and uh, it's heavily favored. And that's what you can do with your uh, social media. So if you are a villain, if you're Kat, Romy, um, you can turn it around and make it a real positive experience through social media and having that transformation. So there is a blessing there. Um, the quirky, weird ones, also because they built a storyline around these people um, to start with, so that they're actually known characters, and then you can manipulate um, your social media and your presence to to um, favor the person who you actually are. I'm going to go through the uh, the questions now because I've had some questions that are put that have been put on Instagram and I like doing this question thing every now and then it's kind of cool. Um, so the first question is like interviews for going on the show. So there's like more and more interviews. They'll never tell you that it's uh, completely on or off unless you're like one of the main characters and they know that you have other things going on. Um, and then you can kind of set your standards, but they're not going to let you know until the last minute, A, because they want you to try and keep on following it up with emails and then they know they've got you by the hook. And, you know, they don't want you going around telling people, you know, any later than they have to. And they know that they got you. So there's no point like letting you know earlier than you have to because they know that you can sort out everything. You've you hop, you've put your life on hold pretty much for this uh, opportunity. So they can give you a week's notice. You'll still probably make everything happen. As long as you haven't got a no, then you know you still might possibly be on. Um, the question, the second one is like, it's like why do it and, and destroy yourself? Why go on reality TV? And if you've got to be cast as a villain or a, you know, someone that they uh, don't favor, you know, could have some negative consequences. Uh, you know, it's, I felt it. I'm not going to lie. I've, I didn't get much airtime. They didn't get to explore my personality or anything like that and pretty much just displayed the worst side of me or, 
you know, the bits that look the worst right at the end. So, of course, um, the thing about it is, and I think on the part of, you know, production team and producers and stuff like that, they have a duty of care to uh, pretty much let the people know. I think they should let them know if they're going to be a major player on the show. If they're going to be a hero, they're going to be a villain, or they're not going to be shown, they're more of a fill-in. I think that's a duty of care so they can screen out, you know, people of, you know, putting everything on hold that, you know, they believe in, you know, the show. They don't think it's edited. They have no idea what this reality TV is. I think they should have the option to say yes or no. Because if you ask the people, you say, look, you're probably not going to get much of a run on the show. At least you're okay with it. Some people would be absolutely fine with it. Some people wouldn't. If you're going to be a villain, all right, look, you're going to be probably cast in not the best light. You can probably figure this out from the leading questions that they ask you before the show airs, but you always have a bit of faith. Um, if you're told straight up that you're going to be a villain, you know straight away and you can prepare yourself for that. You can go, okay, I'm going to roll with the punches and, you know, and who cares and enjoy the process. You know, so that's one thing I think that you should be alerted to before, you know, you start filming or whatever you should be notified if you're going to be you know what kind of character on their storyboard you know that they've already placed you in well you know so you can prepare yourself for it another question is paid moles villains <laughs> paid are they paid the villains are paid i said no definitely not the villains could quite easily be cast as a heroes they film that much and every question is a leading question that People can, um, that you can quite easily manipulate. So every situation that is filmed, there's several leading questions for the good, for, you know, a positive reaction, a negative reaction, a neutral reaction, and they can pick and choose what they want to use. So if, you know, Cat wanted to be portrayed as a hero, they'll just use all the nice answers. Oh yeah, you know, Nick was fine. I had a really good time, you know, splicing some, uh, some heavy flirting because that would have happened pretty much on every date. And there you go. You've got Cat, which is seen as the major villain, now a hero. So it's all the, the way that the questions are asked. A lot of leading questions and a lot of uh, responses, a lot of film there. There's a lot of stuff, um, you know, 95% of it would be edited out. So what you're seeing is what they want you to see, basically. Uh, and another, another question is, uh, why put crazy people on there? Look, if you're getting filmed, it goes back to leading questions. If you're getting filmed for 12 hours and you know, you're losing your shit, you're going to have a couple of crazy moments. Every single person I reckon on the bachelor would have had a crazy moment where they're like flipping out. They're like, fucking this is shit. Like, why am I here? Storm off for a bit. It would have happened to most of the people there. It's like, again, what they storyboarded as their heroes and villains and quirky characters. I'm sorry, I'm ruining, I'm absolutely ruining reality TV for everyone, but um, these are the questions and I'm just answering them. So that's, that's me. I'm just doing it. I'm just answering. Um, so another question is, they say, uh, another question was, do you have a say in the editing? Fuck no, you don't. There's no say in the editing. You sign your life away um, pretty much. 
Um, so they can pretty much say or do whatever they want with the footage. Um, they don't. They don't care. They don't treat you like people. They treat you as um, just subjects. I would say they're like God in their eyes. They think they're God because they are able to manipulate people to what they want, and you are just nothing. So no, you don't have any say over the editing. And uh, if you did, you think you know half the shows wouldn't actually get made because they wouldn't be able to agree on anything. So that's not going to happen. Okay, so, and the last question leads on to, you know, suggested to act or speak or do anything. Look, if you're a strong-willed person, if you're a strong-willed person and you've got your beliefs and you stand by your morals, you can get away with just saying whatever you say and give them nothing and you get nothing in return. Like... If you uh, know what they're trying to do, let's put it, yeah, let's put it this way. If you know what they're trying to do and give them answers that don't align with the storyboard that they want for you, you will not be shown. Basically what happened to me. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, yeah, so it's an interesting one. But if you know the character that you're playing and, you know, a lot of people are quite happy to bend the truth because they know they can bounce back or they really don't care what, what's said and they can always just go, I don't know. Oh, did I say that? I didn't believe I said that, even though they've got it recorded. You know, they surely they can ask you suggestive questions and you answer it and you go, yeah, I know what you kind of like the leading questions. I know where you're going with this and I'm going to give you what you want. Yeah, of course. For reality TV, see it for what it is and know that it's all just a fun and games and a laugh. If you take from that and not seriously, and I wouldn't victimize any of the people on it because they don't have that, you know, that's one side of them and everyone's kind of got that side to one degree or another. With uh, with Brittany and, and Nick, they probably knew from the start, like Nick would have told the producers like within the first week, this that's my chick. Like, cause guys, guys are pretty like over the first couple of dates, you kind of know if it's kind of working or not. Um, so he would have, he would have put her definitely up there and he would have told the producers that. So I'm putting money. I would put money on Brittany and welcome back to the Shawnee show. I'm going to be doing a lot more and thanks for listening. I know this is the reality side that Unreal, I haven't actually watched that show. I've got to watch it. Everyone, I've heard a couple of good reviews. I, Not many people watch it because not many people have Stan. And um, I'm going to be in Tony Robbins land next week in Sydney. I'm going to try and smash out as many podcasts and as many uh, interviews I can there. And really, because there's going to be a lot of people there uh, with the right mindset, good networking opportunities, Um, just a positive atmosphere and that's what I'm about I'm around you know surrounding yourself against around positive people having some really good adventures making some changes some you know breakthroughs in their life and and kicking some goals kicking ass Tony Robbins style so I'm looking forward to that and you'll hear more of me on the podcast and I'm I'm just going to be more active on it so uh, thanks for tuning in. I hope you like this reality inside scoop. Uh, for anyone who had those like questions, if is it real? Is it real? Now you have the inside scoop. You can uh, make your own minds up.
about it. So that's my two cents on the whole thing. Take it or leave it. But I hope you enjoyed listening and I'll speak to you next time.